Vagina abs to stick. That sounds so awful. Daddy, what's that? Cyborg, I want to no. point out that you can't say the word wolf. You said night wolf before, and it's pissed me off ever since. No beta code. I'm surprised. Not bowing down to the con. That's a paddling. <laughs> hey, Cyrax boy, guess what? Who Personal... the fuck doesn't like Yoshi? <laughs> I don't like Yoshi. <laughs> what the fuck? How do we feel about Tremor? Because I gotta say this. I want to see him come. Yes, but it's because I'm actually paying in a bucket at the bottom of my seat. So mm. like, ah. Nitara's design. You know, you're saying Nitara again. Oh shit! Thank Just you. let's <laughs> go. <laughs> I'm on so many drugs at the moment. Great. Glad to hear it. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm done being serious. We can talk about the taste of cock again. If that's what you guys want to. <laughs> Wait. What? This is my fucking ass hanging out. What, bitch? We're not recording right now. We're not recording, of course not. Wondering. Nobody's gonna listen to this. I hear from, like the sound of like bolts being loaded into a chamber and like shots being fired. Is it like an air gun? I don't. I'm hearing like Russian roulette, like right up next to the light. What's going on? Yep, definitely taking shots with a rifle. Welcome back to the Nethercast. I am Cyborg, and I am joined as always. By Razor, Shad, and Temp. How are you guys doing for episode 70? It's glad to have you guys here in this is, studio. Is this a trend where like you sound like you've been huffing from a paint thinner bag every time we start? All right. <laughs> that's, that's are we gonna start next. doing like morning radio sound effects too? It's time for the <laughs> Dingo and the baby. Okay, so we have stuff to talk about today. Um, we are going to, for the big 7 0, going to talk about the big sub zero. Oh, <laughs> got him. That works. All right, so, anything else besides sub? I don't, I don't, what was the things that happened? What did we get? I mean, Red was, Hood. There Red was Hood. that guy. Yeah, Red Hood came out. That's 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 true. Um, everybody's <laughs> already right bored with him. Everyone is just tired of him. They don't want. They they just want to cancel Starfire, cancel Red Hood, give us Beast Boy, and then we'll talk. It's like you you want me to telekinetically strangle you through. The Oh, yes. Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> I actually don't mind Beast Boy. I, I let the hate flow. I don't I don't think it's that bad. I, I Fuck y'all. Okay. Jason's awesome. Beast Boy is awesome. Starfire is pretty good. And it's time everyone else suffered through guest characters the way that we suffered through guest characters. Jason? Some of us anyway. I agree with you. Jason is phenomenal. I love him. He's amazing. Yes, Jason these... Voorhees is so damn great as a character. Oh, my God. Okay, oh, you know what? With that attitude, let's just back it right up. Welcome to the Nethercast. <laughs> Hit the refresh button. F5 this shit. <laughs> okay, so we'll start off with Red Hood. This. Just Red Hood impressions. Shad, why don't you lead us off? Because you are all about him. He is His... your man. And you're he is now my. He is now my man. He is now my main. He would be my main man if Lobo didn't exist. I am very much a fan of the hit and run tactics. 
while he's, you know, he's not like the Molina I typically play in MKX, but he's pretty damn well got the kind of arsenal that I kind of look for in a character. I, it's, it's like, here's Deadshot, but without the guilt, you know? And I'm seeing a lot of hate out there from people who are just calling the character a giant edgelord and me, 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 and every asshole with a gun. Yeah, fuck you. You ain't read the right Jason stories. Character's great. It's the best thing to happen to Batman in years. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, Robin gets that a lot, too, because Damien is great in a lot of stories, but all people know about him is his shitty lines in this game or in the animated stuff where they don't show the, like, the soft side of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I kind of wish that DC would put together a best of Jason Todd training. Like, not just Death in the Family, but, like, the stories that he had before that, some of which are really, really great. I recommend The Diplomat's Son. Look that up, people. That's essential Jason Todd right there. In the Robin days, anyway. But, uh, yeah. Sticking straight to the gameplay. Aerial, aerial projectiles, fire projectiles, uh, counter move, the ability to dash in and dash out quickly. Although not invincibly stupidly, I fell prey to Aquaman's super last night while trying to dash out, and that was really funny. Just, whoop! You don't got me! Yes, you do. Try to I honestly could not be happier. Um, she's leveling him up right now to get some uh, nice abilities, and um, we'll see where the road takes me. I might actually start fighting you guys pretty soon once I've got some combos down. And I'm working on some combos. Oh, yes, you better believe. <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> so you guys, what do you guys think? Because I'm well, fucking happy. As a matter of fact, actually... Oh really? As a matter of That's fact, what you actually, think? I gotta, I gotta ask one oh, okay. of you fuckers out there. Okay, yeah, keep going. To like order the GameStop <laughs> okay, exclusive Red Hood figure All for right. me and sure. mail it up here to Canada. Because we got <laughs> okay. fucked. I, I didn't know you felt this strongly. That version. Okay. I'm just, I. You really love Red Hood. I guess I don't. I, I do. No, I'm not <laughs> about Zatanna. She I, just won't shut up about him. All right. I'll, so. I'll, I'll just, so let's let's have a poll. Who's the best fifth member? Okay. Zatanna, Sock, or Jongo? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know where my vote goes, otherwise she'll attack me. I'm gonna allow Sock to weigh in this year. Every day I come out here and I stick myself on this fucking microphone for the benefit of our audience, our rapidly dwindling audience. I thank you all of you fucking lunatics who are still here with me. You are wonderful. I kiss you and I do other dirty French things to you. But I mean, come on. I make all of this possible. <laughs> I could have told your sock was French or Mexican. <laughs> yeah, I, I was wondering about that. Like, I just a token member. He's, I mean, they're both good. Like, he's been I, around. I French. He's been around. <laughs> he's very drunk right now. Give him a break. <laughs> I'm allowed to make these voices, folks. I have Spanish. No, no, no. And absolutely. I live in French Canada. Um, but I guess to follow up, Red Hood, I think he's cool. He's he's. He's very well rounded. He's kind of, he's good at a lot of things. Um, I some of my predictions. I don't want to say predictions. Some of my analyses about him were wrong. I I was hoping people would stagger his taser pressure. Uh, you can't. Um, it's pretty punishable. I thought I was like, well, it's a thirteen frame punish. Maybe if you don't know where he's going to terminate the chain, 
maybe you could restart it for down one. Nah, there's a lot. It is negative 13, but there's a lot of duration frames, so everyone's going to be able to react to that. It's still a tight punish. You'll still probably have to lab that punish. Uh, unless you're down one, will reach, but uh, that's not going to be... The trade's still not bad, because it still goes into a pretty nice high-or-low situation. Um, his footsie tools are really good. His back two is great for footsies. Um, you know, he still builds a lot of meter. He, he's meter-dependent, but he builds it well. I think... Seven trait shots or seven Gotham stars gives him a bar. Um, so I, I think he's very strong. I, I think his keep away tools are decent. He has pretty decent ways of getting in, although albeit unsafe. Uh, yeah, he's good. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think he has anything like ridiculous that's going to push him into that top five. But I, I definitely think we're going to see him in tournament. I definitely think he's, he's competitively viable. That's the thing, man. He doesn't feel dirty. I can see, like, the cracks in his play style a little bit. You know, he's... I wouldn't call him a high-risk, high-reward, but there's enough of risk in a lot of his stuff that he has to commit to. And that I, I feel not dirty, like I was saying. It's not like I'm playing Deadshot. I, I feel like... I, yeah? Like, I, I kind of, like, get from a couple of his things, like, actually the same kind of feeling that I got with, like, Molina's teleport kick and the ball and whatnot. Things that I love to abuse that will be part of my part of my play style and i'm gonna just wind up paying for it and that's okay because it's my damn fault i think you can play a high risk version of red hood that is viable though the character's really flexible you can play him any way you want um you can play him very you can play him as a pure zoner and although he's not going to compete with like the aquamans or the dead shots it'll work i mean if you, if you put in the time that can be very effective because his meter building is so good so it's like I don't know, I'd say Deadshot with, you know, a little more, like, range option. It's it's like Deadshot with better footsies with zoning toned down substantially. That's kind of what one style of red... There's so many ways you can play him. He's so flexible. So, I don't know. Just experiment, have fun. Uh, We'll see what everyone does. Sonic Fox, I'm pretty sure, will pick him up. So, we'll see how he decides to approach the character. Yeah, I like how well-rounded he is. I like, um, I gotta agree, he's definitely, like, you do feel like you're playing the same game as everybody else, unlike Deadshot. And I I really enjoyed the, uh, the little video Django posted of the guy who kept spamming the dive. <laughs> that was, that was a fun watch. I have not watched it yet. Uh, he t- we recorded the Warrior Shrine last night. He told me about it, but I pretty much crashed out right after the show, so I missed it. Yeah, you should check that out. It's will do for sure. It's entertaining. But um, but yeah, like I like I like Jason's moves. I think um, he's not going to replace any of my mains because he's very low on strings, and you know you know I can't juggle for shit. I'm a strings guy. I'm going to stick with Hal and Atrocitus. So. But but he is fun. Like I like him, and his gear is not ugly to me at all so far. So that's that's a nice change of pace. All right, that sounds like everyone. <laughs> okay. Um, Sub Zero. Yeah, let's talk about. Well, do we want to do Jason's arcade ending first? Yeah, I figure we should on a tangent. I mean, I haven't watched it, but I will undo my headphones and you guys talk away. I mean, it's it's pretty. I mean, it's it's the same theme as I the think others. You just it's in the very, sentence. That's fine. 
how's he going to know when we're not talking about it? Anymore? Oh, go for I it. Don't... I got it. <laughs> okay, so I'm about to describe the scene that we see here. He, ba Jason basically kind of goes off on his, you know, I don't, I mean, I, I agree with Superman that people have to, criminals have to die. And I agree with, but, 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 you know, I don't, I'm not exactly a fan of oppressive totalitarian regimes. So, you know, he's his edgelord usual self, if you guys want to call him that, and doesn't agree with either of them. I don't think he's edgy at all. Yeah, he's, like... he, he's, he's not, but I'm just fucking around. So he just goes off on a spiel about how he'll protect, he'll be there for the people, he'll be a man of the people, and those for, he'll be there for those that really need it. And like the first scene is like him turning his back on both Superman and Batman, so he chose throats. And the second one, it's kind of a love letter to people who read his um, his appearance in Grant Morrison's Batman and Robin. He's kind of got uh, Professor Pig on the ground and he's about to execute him. And in the background is one of Professor Pig's doll face characters. Look this up. Professor Pig's a pretty screwed up villain for those of you who aren't aware of his existence. Kind of takes people and brainwashes them and, you know, fucks with their faces. He actually showed up in the last Arkham game, if I remember right. Yes, I think yeah. he did. So, yeah. Maybe not as obscure as I'm thinking. Anyway. So, I'm not too sure if the character back there is supposed to be his temporary psychic from the Morrison run named Scarlet, which was one of the doll-faced uh, girls that uh, he kind of recruited and sort of became his psychic for a little while. Not too sure, but it might be. It might be just a random doll face. Anyways, I felt that the Morrison connections were, connections were pretty evident there, and as a fan of Morrison's Batman run, and not necessarily the way he wrote Jason is having red hair like his pre-crisis origins and Bruce telling him to diet so no one would use dick and people would think they're the same boy. That was a little weird. But I'm saying is, yeah, good ending. I was very happy with it. I kind of, I liked the dyeing his hair thing solely because when you go in a Lazarus pit, you're supposed to get a white streak in your hair. And Jason's never had the white streak. So the fact that he was actually dying over it, according to Grant, I appreciated. He, um, he had it in the the Hush appearance. Yeah, which but was, that was supposed to be Clayface disguised as Jason. It was supposed to be Clayface disguised as Jason, but then um, it was retconned that it was Jason for the first half of the fight, then he tagged out with Clayface at some point. That's part of the continuity. And yeah, I think that... I think that for the first couple of appearances when Judd Winnick wrote him, he did have a bit of the white streak. I think, I think he had it in the Under the Hood comics, huh. but it disappeared very shortly afterwards. I'll look it up. All right. All the same. I I would like more references to the fact that he's been through the Lazarus Ringer. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like as the endings go, it's the same as most of the others, where it's just reference to him killing Brainiac, reference to his usual comic status quo. The end. I liked seeing Professor Pig in there, though. I kind of dream of a day when, like, Professor Pig shows up as a playable character in a video game. Just, <laughs> I mean, come on. Injustice 3. Bat Justice. Make it happen, NRS. You know you want to. You know DC. You know, you know what DC and WB want you to do. it. Just make a Batman fighting game and get it over with. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm still... I think Razor had it right with the Lantern Justice. I think that would be more of my alley. I, I still need more Lantern. I'm still craving more Lanterns even after all the characters we've gotten. 
I mean, there's there's most of the rainbow they haven't touched yet. <laughs> Even atrocities, they only kind of barely grazed over. Like they just kind of caressed the the atrocities side of things. We really haven't seen them do a whole lot yet. So hoping for greater things in the next game. But um, I don't know. There aren't bad. I still love Talia. I would love to see Talia in the game. Um. I imagine, like, she'd be a very Lee May character, and I just think the character's cool. Um, there's still a lot of Batman villains who I think would be a lot of fun. I just... I don't know, this might be a good segue. Even though I love Sub-Zero Super, I hate the fact that he teleports. I'm always going to hate the fact that he teleports. We've, never getting over that. We've talked about this on the show before, and I definitely agree with you. It makes no sense from, like, a explanations of how their powers work perspective that he would have any ability to teleport because it means he can turn into ice crystals and shatter and like just be separate molecules and still be alive like i don't how how bobby drake bobby drake can barely do that shit okay and the only reason yeah, he's bobby got that drake fucking is... dumbass teleport is because it's a smoke special move that was basically Copy pasted onto him during Armageddon, if I'm remembering right. That's true. Yeah. People smoke stealing the coffin. People, people stealing things from smoke, from smoke. <laughs> what the hell? Like it makes sense when smoke does it because his whole power is to turn into smoke. But Sub Zero, if he freezes himself and shatters and isn't dead, like puts himself back together. Explain to me how that's fucking possible. <laughs> it would be like if Two-Face turned into double-sided coins and then reappeared on the other side as double-sided. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. Explodes into coins. <laughs> yeah, the Riddler turns into question marks and then reforms on the other side. I don't, I don't know, man. It just... It's... Other than Joker! That... How did you get behind me, Joker? I turned into lols! <laughs> <laughs> That'd actually be sick. <laughs> if we turn into Raffles, that would be tight. I'd be I'd be a little more lenient on that. Um, what else? Uh, some... Yeah. Well, like honestly, do you guys like remember back in the old days when like Joker had like a, a Joker helicopter? Yes. <laughs> Why have we not had an official Joker <laughs> Raffle copter? Explain <laughs> it to me. It'd be tight. Because when emoticons became a thing. He was already in his edgy phase. Fair <laughs> enough. It's a shame. We knew, we do need more like 70s, 80s Joker back. Like, I want that Joker car to be a reality again. A cyborg back? A cyborg. We should probably let him out of the red. What's up? It's safe. Uh, We're safe. Yep. Is it I'm safe? talking about Sub-Zero. Yep. Tempates the teleport. Uh, Two-Face can turn into a coin or something. Yep. I got it. <laughs> That is correct. I am here <laughs> for the conversation. Uh, Sub Zero. So, what did what did what? Did, I mean, did everyone cover their thoughts on Sub or? Uh, no, we just started. Oh, we're just getting started. I oh, am. Well, um, go ahead. So much is in there that he's he he's got a lot of shit. He does. But but um, the thing That's that strikes not... me the most is my mother of God, the ice clones. There are oh, more, yes. there, there is more than one ice clone on the screen at at the same time. Oh and yeah, I'm I'm afraid. Like it's 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 not safe. It took ten years for them to rip off Newgrounds Flash animations. Ten years I've been waiting for multiple. 
that shit better be meter burn only. He better not be able to fill the screen up. Well, I think it has, like, the clones are supposed to be his trait, is what I heard. So there's yeah. probably, like, a, like, canaries where there's a charge-up meter, and the more you use it, the lower it goes, or some shit. I didn't know that. That makes sense, though. Um, that is the big question is, uh, well, first of all, I, I, I think he looks really good. I think it's a good balance of uh, MK with um, Mortal Kombat X chain combos. I think they really combine those well. But I want to know what are his abilities and what are his standard moves. That's my big question. Um, I really want the, the Cryomancer command grab, uh, the, the Arctic stab. I want that. And I really fucking, or Arctic assault. And I really want him to have the clone. Those are his two, I think, signature moves in both variations. Because they already gave him, like, the cryo swords and shit. So that's my concern. I really want to know what his staple moves are going to be. I knew I knew you were going to say something like that the moment I saw the dagger stabbing. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm excited. Like, it looks like I already know how to play the character, so why not play him, right? I was I was very pleased to see the dagger stabs come back. I do. It's such a, it's I such really, a great throw. I really like that he's a mix of Grandmaster and Cryomancer because he looks so much fun having all of his shit, and it's like the exact argument for why I don't like variations. <laughs> yeah, that's, I was going to bring that up. I mean, Temp is so pro-variations, and then we don't... Like, we get what we might have gotten in MKX if we didn't have variations, and Temp says it looks so amazing, so... <laughs> I mean, like, point. Point right here. Um, I think one reason why it doesn't bother me as much here is because the universal overhead and whiff options are so good at Injustice. Um, I don't know, like, having, having every character have a meter burn back three is so good for footsies. Now, granted, it's not as good for every character, but I feel like Injustice just balances the... Everyone got crazy tools in Injustice. That is not true of MKX. I don't know if you played the Cryo Grandmaster matchup, but it sucks dick, and it's awful, and I hate it. So that's a thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just Injustice, everyone's got crazy good tools. Almost every character in the game has some sort of crazy zoning tool. Almost everyone. Um, with, like, Gorilla Grodd being the one exception, he can go through projectiles, and he sucks anyway, so who cares? Uh, so, like, yeah. Cryomancer didn't suck, but Cryomancer got bodied in very specific matchups, so... That is why it doesn't bother me here. I think Injustice kind of balances. It's kind of like Killer Instinct balancing. Killer Instinct is all about make everyone broken. And it's a great, really well-balanced game. So, But I still like, you know, having crazy good tools. But I don't know. That, that's, I don't know. I, just, I, I, I still like the variation system for what it is. But, yeah. I feel like in MK, you could make everyone broken the way they are in KI or Injustice. They just... Choose not to. Like, this happened with Injustice 1, too. Like, all of Scorpion's moves were present in ways that they're not anymore in the MK series. Like, he had the backflip kick as a special move again. He has. I do, I do like MK that. MK characters so. always have more moves in Injustice than they do in MK. <laughs> and isn't it kind of funny that, like, Sub Zero. This might be the best Sub Zero's ever looked, and it's not even an MK game. And I'm not talking about, like, visually because he honestly i don't i have problems with the way he looks but the from design a game, is mixed for sure from a gameplay perspective this might be the best sub-zero's ever looked in my opinion which is funny i mean there are there are going to be tools that he's had he has here that he wouldn't have in an mk because he's stealing from noob cybot 
And that's that's what a lot of people have been talking about, that they really like the him throwing out the ice clones the way Noob does the shadow clone slide and shit like that. Like, I don't I don't need those because I want Noob to be a character. But <laughs> I want I want to be able to use an ice hammer and the ice clone. <laughs> oh, God, I love that air hammer into launcher. Oh, God, that looks so sexy. I hope that's a staple move. But no, now remember, if you're going to use Injustice Sub-Zero as a case against variations, keep in mind with this philosophy, you're always throwing dice. There's no guarantee the moves you like are going to be staples. Hence, you know, the sub yeah. moves they gave them. So you're still kind of playing the numbers. Um, yeah. it's, uh, it's been, what? 20 plus years no yeah just a little bit a little bit over 20 plus years i've been waiting for smoke to have a quick walk and speed dash like mk2 still ain't happening i guess the smoke port's the best i'm gonna get yeah i mean and yeah like the the big thing is always going to be which of these does he actually have and which ones do you unlock with gear and remember how many people there are out there who still don't have robin's staff is it that hard? Is it really that hard to get the coveted It's crazy. Staff? I don't know why they did it like that. Yeah, I don't know. The coveted staff of dick. The dick stick. It's a good thing I don't use abilities, because if I did, I'd be so fucking salty about this game, but I don't use yeah, them, so it like, doesn't really affect me. The characters I use, I have, like, three moves for, and then for Wonder Woman, I have, like, six. <laughs> It's, it's bullshit, yo. Weird. I've, I've had to sell so much swamp thing crap. I think we all have. Oh yeah, I, I don't even like the only piece of gear I have for swamp thing. Like I keep the golds, and then I keep a, a pair of shoulder pads. That's that actually removes his shoulder pads, makes him more planty. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only gear I have for swamp thing. I just delete every fucking thing else. I essentially, I've wound up just selling everything that's common or medium or whatever call you. I keep rares and I keep epics. And well, I, I keep, filter out the rares whenever I have to. All of my favorite Superman gear is commons, though, because it's the stuff that makes him more plain and more like the comics. <laughs> I imagine for Sub-Zero's abilities, though, I really see the Noob Zybot stuff being his abilities for the most part, like the the sliding clone and the dive kick clone both of those just to me look like abilities whereas his normal slide his clones we know as his, uh, his trait um and all of his strings and stuff like that i don't expect to be abilities oh he's got he's got the mk2 puddle back that hasn't that wasn't an axe <laughs> yeah so i mean i expect <laughs> all that to God. be as normal and as long with the normal freeze and all that i expect the abilities to be the stuff that you normally don't associate with sub like the noobs ibot stuff so i wonder that's I honestly don't understand why, like, why the ground freeze is not standard. What I always kind of wonder is why the ice shower from three hasn't been back since three. Like, I didn't see that one here. It was in Armageddon, was it not? Well, in Armageddon, he made like a. It was like come up from the ground. It was weird. Like he was making a portal to shoot the ice out of, and then in in versus DC. He could make a, a block of ice over your head to drop on you. I remember that. It's that kind, kind of weird neat. because, yeah. No, I'm just saying, that was kind of neat. We tend to forget a lot of things that happened in MK versus DC, but that was one of the better looking moves that I remember. Well, Sector's Missile and Tremor's Rock, excellent tools. So I don't know why we wouldn't see something like that with Sub-Zero again, but 
It would help him out a lot in some matchups too, but what I like about the Ice Puddle is it was the the vanilla meterless version was so shit in MK9, but pre-patch the fucking EX version was broken. I think it was like an unblockable setup. And it's such a shame they took it out because that would have put him into top 10 territory and we would have had his tournament presence would have been so much more interesting. But um I don't know, it was ridiculous. I mean, it, it was pretty fucked up. So maybe it's a good thing they took it out, but I'm glad to see that back. That's really interesting to me. Um, I just think a lot, of, not all the hammer stuff, but some of the hammer stuff is going to be abilities. I think that's, I don't think that's an ability, the ground freeze, but I think it's up there for potential ability status. I mean, he's going to um, have it, a decent amount in his base moveset. I mean, you figure five to six specials in his base moveset. Why would you make a lot of that his abilities when... I feel like the noob Zybot stuff's much more. Oh yeah, that's not... all abilities. The Zybot stuff totally. Well, is okay, be well let's count them then. You have his his ice his normal ice ball. You have a yep. slide. Yep. You have his command grab with the stabby stab stab, which makes okay. sense to I, have I on his base. I think that'll be a staple. Yeah. yeah. So that's three. I mean, what are the other three that would make up his base move set? Is, is this everyone gets six specials though? I thought it was closer to four. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just trying to think. Most have like five or six. Yeah, it's usually around five ish. I mean, I'm thinking okay, then, um, Ivy has her command grab. She has the the vines. She has the thorns. She has the cover herself in wood or whatever. Um, what am I missing? I feel like I'm missing something in there. It's been a while. Um, Command grabs? I already said that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Either way. But I yeah, I, I you'd have to use another character as an example because I'm forgetting stuff. But either way. Yeah, so we'll say four to six then. We'll say four to six is I probably the most likely. So we named three. You I would think, I mean, the next in line would be the puddle. I can't imagine him having anything else as a staple, like base moveset. Well, well, I'm, I'm just thinking Green Lantern, and I'm only counting four. I'm, Three, I'm actually. Expecting, yeah. I'm expecting at least a little bit of the Cryomancer weapons stuff to be special moves that he starts with. Hopefully. I was always hoping they would change his uh, MKX hammer from night from 28 frames to 19 frames so I could actually use it like as a mid-range tool, but that never fucking happened. As a matter of fact, they just kept making the hammer fucking worse and worse every patch. It pissed me mm. off. But I mean, the idea was that, well, if you can cancel into the hammer from fucking, like, a grab, yes, it's going to be worse. But fuck those guys. I love that hammer. <laughs> no, Some I'm joking, Paulo. I love you, Paulo. <laughs> I, I, I missed my hammer. But, um, no, I, I absolutely get why they did it. It was totally justified. I just, any, anyway, I don't want to talk about Crimeance anymore. Anything else? <laughs> well, I will, like, I don't. I actually think his design, like his costume, looks a little bit better. Yeah, much. Field. Far superior in the actual gameplay footage than in the in, in, than in the render. He looks very sleek, very smooth, very stealthy. And yeah, he looks he looks a lot skinnier than they usually design him to be. Which I guess goes with the, like in in MK games, they always sort of play him off as like a a bulky guy or a guy who wears a lot of baggy clothes, but like this is the superhero version of Sub Zero, and superheroes are like 
sleek and skin tight. So that's fine. What I what I worry about is like I think everybody who has any interest at all in playing Sub-Zero has one thought in mind for his gear, and it's let us make all the costumes he's worn in previous games. So my Yeah, you're going to set yourself up for some disappointment. Yeah, see, that's that's what I'm afraid of. I I really hope that they're smart enough to do that, and the gear isn't just mechanical bullshit he's never worn before. But that's probably what it's going to fucking be. If you're able to actually construct MK3 Sub from the ground up, I'll eat a dick it's not happening it <laughs> no. is just not happening no i i wouldn't expect to see him unmaskable but yeah if you can't take sleeves off bane there's no fucking way you're gonna put his his fucking sub hassle it's just stuff so on. much about the gear system's potential that is unrealized because all the clothes look the fucking same instead of actually being costumes you're changing lines basically you're changing line patterns on their pants like that's pretty much the gear system in a nutshell Oh, yeah, Ivy's little yo-yo thing. That makes five. On the off chance I'm actually wrong, you're paying international postage for those dicks, my dear listeners. (sighs) I'm just not going to be. Mm. Well, I will say this. I'm glad we can see his face. But but... you're not going to... The shipping and handling is on us. (laughs) (laughs) Damn! (laughs) This is like that bet I made at work about South Park not coming out. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, the face looks good. I'm glad that you can actually see his face now. I think it looks a lot better. Um, I, I look forward to changing out that mask. It's it's not bad, but it's just not for me. Like, it looks yeah. like they took the wires on, like, like, the cables coming out of Jax's arms, where his cybernetic arms meet his chest. It looks like they put those and made them smaller and installed them into his mask. I don't... I don't yeah, I don't like, I get it. It's, it's like a gas mask sort of thing, which is fine, but... I do like the cryo mask from Deadly Alliance better. I yeah, think whatever one we all want to make sub shredder from Deception. Admit it. Come this on. This is true. This th- is th- what th- really that yeah. that is coveted. Looks we like Green Lantern has five. What's the fifth? Well, okay, so the, the, He's the got bowling b- ball. Battery blast, the... bold over, lantern's might, overcharged lantern, and willpower wall. Yeah, the, the wall, wall, yes, okay, you're correct. The wall. Everybody forgets the brick wall. I, I almost never use it when I'm playing, and I kick myself because it's good. I use it all the time on accident, and I hate it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks when you're like, you, you realize you're confirming a combo. It's like, oh, shit, I landed a hit. I'm, let's confirm to Ermac Slam, and that fucking wall comes out. Oh, gosh, but I don't know. I'm, I'm still having a good time with the Justice. I'm not playing it as much these days, but I still really like the game, and I look forward to Sub-Zero. I didn't think I would be, but like... They gave him all his fucking chains. Like, I can pretty much just use the character on paper. Uh, and that's really exciting, just to be able to jump in. And unless they arbitrarily changed all its inputs. Um, <laughs> man, that would suck, dude. But we'll see. Yeah. So, um... Can we talk about that win pose? Yeah, that's he, cool. Uh, he gives the cameraman the spine rip. <laughs> is it the cameraman, or is it his downed opponent? It could go either way. I'm, I'm pretty sure Sub Zero just is is just straight up killing DC characters. Are, are they? Are, are they I mean, that? there's, they they did that sort of with Scorpion also, where like a lot of his stuff, like his super and his win pose, were vaguely reminiscent of fatalities without being fatalities. 
I mean, that's not vaguely reminiscent. There's kind of a sickening crunch sound. Yeah, I mean, it, but you don't see the spine or any blood. So it's like, it's the Maybe PG. he's feeding them cookies. Just <laughs> the camera, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a badass win pose for sure. Oh, no complaints from me. I'm just amazed that this actually went through, that uh, this got the okay from WB. Well, again, it's it's like how in um, versus DC you can show the Joker shoot a gun at someone who's off screen. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> All right, Sub Zero. <laughs> yeah, Sub Zero. I guess good. he looks. Right. Right. I love his super. He looks great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A- anything I do, else? I do want to say. Done. <laughs> In that trailer, we see, I think, my, the, the intro I hate the most is how, is the third line from Batman. Whenever he says, that's a first. Every single intro with that line in it, it doesn't make sense. Well, that's the <laughs> first I've heard of it. There is so much of that going on in this game. But that's like the worst, that's the one that sticks out the most every goddamn time. For me, it's Scarecrow's That Would Be Terrifying, to things that clearly have nothing to do with anything being terrifying. Like, <laughs> what does Catwoman say? Like, this one's for Bruce. That would be terrifying. Like, what? No, that doesn't make any sense. I'm not going to knuckle under. That would be terrifying. <laughs> huh? Oh, Scarecrow. But yeah, there's a lot of those. I agree. And it's, you, um... you celebrated when they fired Brian Chard. Or when he quit. <laughs> he was the guy who wrote all the MKX is, intros, man. This is what this, we get without him. This isn't a result of bad writing. This is a result of them being cheap and copy-pasting everywhere. I can't blame the writers for this one. These are okay lines in isolation. The problem is when you just clusterfuck them together on an Excel sheet like they've, like, like they've obviously done. Like, honestly, because half of them really, really work and the other half just don't. I feel like they gave up at some point. I mean, well, honestly... Maybe the strike had something to do with it? I don't know. That could be? I don't know. I I just... I think they took the easy... Like, a, a lot of this game is superheroes, the Excel sheet. Because that's basically what the gear system, how it works. It's all just a random number generator assortment of shit. Like, how they named things, how how it distributes what parts go on what piece. Like, Cheetah's fucking legs... Here's here's some straps here and here's some straps there and it's it seems like it's, they're being randomly assigned. Yeah. So yeah, this Injustice Two should have been titled Superheroes: The Excel Sheet. <laughs> there you go. So like, how are we feeling about the game this far in? I mean, Tim's I, already said that he's not playing as much as he used to. I'm, I'm, that I'm trying context, to keep it. But I'll let you guys go first. But I do need to add context to that for sure. Uh, I'll go first and i still like the game honestly i think it's a really really fun game if somebody's like hey come play this with me i'll be like yeah sure like Django asked me to play last week before we recorded and i was like yeah sure like i wasn't necessarily planning on playing i was gonna go take a nap but then that turned into two hours of playing Django or an hour and a half so <laughs> i mean i like the game it's i'm not still interested to the point where i'm like playing it by myself a ton no i mean that's most games i don't play most games just by myself i'll do it when the game first comes out i'll I'll like binge play it non-stop and i already put at least 80 hours into the game so it's not like i didn't enjoy what i was doing it's more of the fact that 
games don't really retain my interest to that level where I feel the need to play them nonstop every single day, every single hour. When I'm coming home from work, I usually don't play video games. I'll usually rest and I'll play it like on weekend nights and stuff like that. So um, I'm still enjoying the game uh, when I do play it against other people. But no, I, I'm, I'm kind of done with the whole grinding out gear, trying to like get certain gear pieces. Um, I've hardly touched Red Hood, but that's not really a, a game problem. It's more I already tried him in the ta like I already tried him in the tower before he was released. I played him for like an hour. I don't really feel the need to play him that much more. I'm content with Ivy and Scarecrow and Atrocitus, the three characters that I did take the time to learn. Um, I feel like Red Hood's going to already get enough representation where I don't feel like I, I feel the need to go all the way with him, so to speak. Um, still hoping that DLC character comes out that I do feel that about, but right now I'm just like, hey, if people ask me to play, I'll play, but... I'm also trying to play Friday the 13th more because I didn't play that a ton because of Injustice. So now I'm kind of like, hey, I want to play this other game that I bought that I was waiting for. I mean, Friday the 13th is a game that I've been waiting nearly my whole life for because it's a game in the sense that I've always wanted a game of that style where you have Jason versus the counselors in this method. And I finally got that. So that is also something I'm really enjoying but yeah, overall, right, I, I still think enough. the game's a ton of fun. Obviously, I have my problems with the overabundance of gear and and like managing the gear and all that. That definitely takes its toll. Like when I played, I turned the game on. It was either today or yesterday, and I played for a little bit. And I was just like, I opened up a bunch of boxes, and before I could open the boxes, the ton of boxes that I got from the guild and all that stuff, I had to go sell a bunch of shit for every single character to make room. And I was like, yep. I don't feel like doing this. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, I, I was, I, I immediately, yeah, I immediately got it's, fatigued. It's be... So I was just like, yeah, I, I really don't feel like spending my time doing this right now. So I'm really hoping they fix that. But like they, the actual gameplay I, of the game, I enjoy immensely. So I have faith because they've said that they're going to like, what was it? Like a couple weeks ago, they're going to work on a way to get boxes open quicker or maybe open a bunch of them at once. Cause they, I think that, they know they fucked up a little bit here with the UI going on. So yeah. it's, I'm still having fun. I'm not like opening every box I get. Point in fact, actually, because I fucked up. Uh, we all were having a bit of a discussion about two or so weeks, two or three weeks back about how um, some people who downloaded the patch said that the bronze boxes had increased in price, which they did. And so I went, Herbie Derby Derby, I'm going to be smart and I'm going to disconnect from the PS4 and I'm going to buy all the bronze boxes while they're a thousand bucks a pop. Let me guess, you waited so, to open them until after Red Hood, not realizing that the gear inside oh, of them was already set. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It, okay. it, 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 it gets better than that. It so didn't save your shit. <laughs> 45, after about 45 minutes of doing that and getting shit fuck all, I said, nope, fuck this, I'm bored. And that was like $100,000 through like $600,000 or something that I had set aside. So I just bought a bunch of gold boxes and called it a day. And then I downloaded the patch. There was apparently a hiccup of sorts, and there was a bit of a warning about the save data will be erased if you do this or that, and whatever. I didn't pay much attention. I didn't erase my save data or anything, but... Um, yeah. Turns out, because of a net hiccup, or program error, or whatever, or a bug, um, after I downloaded the patch, I got all those credits back. 
So I'm like, well, fiddly fucking knee. I guess I'll spend them all over again. And they sorted <laughs> shit out. And now I owe injustice to about six hundred thousand dollars worth of credits. <laughs> Jesus, that's crazy. I, I can't do very much right now. <laughs> I can you're sell, in the hole. <laughs> I am in the hole. I am just letting stuff go because I don't have any room for it, and I'm not getting payoff for that. It's like when we get in our <laughs> money, man. When we get in our money, I see you got a couple gold. I, I see you got a couple epic gear pieces so, for your favorite character. Give up the scarecrow plague mask, and we'll let you live for another week. <laughs> motherfuckers, I. If anyone from NRS is still out there listening to our lunacy, feel free to point and laugh. I thought I was smarter than you. I was not. Fucking <laughs> getting calls from collection agencies. Have negative gold, and it's not a glitch. <laughs> you know, it's it's a fucking glitch for everyone but me. Christ God. <laughs> so who wants to uh, front me 30 bucks for that Red Hood figure? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a DC problem. <laughs> Yeah. Just knock yeah, 100,000 credits off of that and I'll suck your dick. I'll do it. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Don't want a cheeseburger. He'll eat all the dicks. This is established. That's canon. Established dicks. <laughs> so, Razor, how are you holding out with the game? Uh, I feel exactly the same as you do, honestly. Like, like I still enjoy playing it online when the opportunity arises, but all this stuff for the one-player experience that is supposed to give the game more shelf life has just burned me out, because it's like... I binged it when I first got it because I was so excited to earn gear and change how everybody looks, and then it turns out all the gear is just kind of what it is. Yeah. As opposed to, like, actual alternate costume pieces. Right. And I just... Now I don't really... The passion's not there anymore for that side of the game, so, like... And also with all the UI problems of how long it takes to manage your fucking inventory. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I still I do enjoy still the multiplayer experience. Absolutely. Yeah, I but mean it's tremendous part, where it counts. Yeah, it just sucks for the for the management side when you're just like in between like playing with your friends, it's like, oh god, I gotta manage all this shit. It it feels like work. <laughs> it really yeah, it does. does. Like, when I think about Injustice and I'm not playing online, it I'm, I'm physically exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> like, in low play, I've honestly kept up more with the mobile game. Like, I, I'm still kind of grinding at the mobile game, and I've sort of gotten, like, to that point in the mobile game where I'm like, God, this is taking some work just to, like, progress. But at the same time, I feel like, I don't know, it's it, I don't have to manage a bunch of inventory and shit in the mobile game, so... It's easier to like keep wanting to go, like whereas in the single player, like I said, like I get excited at the at the idea of opening up like a bunch of uh, boxes because I'm like, oh sweet, all these golds from the guild, thanks guys. And then as soon as I open one, I realize like there's several characters that are full, and I'm like, oh fuck, like You're like oh god, I've got to go curate Doctor Fate again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, so that that aspect definitely eat, like very quickly is just like, ooh, yeah. This is this is why I'm not trying to do this desperately anymore. Uh, yeah, temp- I have I have over a hundred unopened boxes. Oh, I'm, like, I'm just like, nope, not right now. Yeah, I stopped with bronze. After they nerfed bronze boxes, I'm like, yeah, these aren't really worth opening anymore. Well, you remember that that weekend of all the diamond missions? Yeah. I never opened any of the diamond boxes because I had too many of all the others. 
So I'm sitting there with 60 diamond boxes unopened. Oh, damn. Nice. You're going to have some good shit in there, man. Yeah. Probably, but I'm never going to look at it. <laughs> oh, ouch. I mean, eventually... Dude, fuck oh. that, dude. You're going to be like, I didn't even know there were that many Joker shaders. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I can picture it now. Opens first diamond box. Dick sticks! How about that? <laughs> never even equips them. <laughs> well, I don't play Robin. <laughs> All right, Temp, where are you at with this? I still think the game is really good. Um, I I feel like I was like, oh, man, I need to learn as many characters as I can. And that strategy ended up working really well. I learned about five characters competently, and I really enjoyed the game. Uh, I didn't predict the downside of that, which was my Blue Beetle ended up being really underdeveloped. Uh, I really need to go back to that guy and really give him, like, the main character treatment. Um, but uh, I just, the unfortunate thing is I haven't really had time to play uh life is super shitty right now like things are not awesome hopefully they get better but right now things are kind of hard and um since really since i can't really organize sets right now and that's really where i play injustice the most i've been putting more time into tekken 7 just because like learning setups learning bread and butters uh you know try just try my execution as a computer it's just it, it's not as time consuming and it's just it's more flexible so i've been playing a lot more tekken 7 than I have Injustice right now. And um, both are great games. I'm, I'm still so surprised by how good Injustice is. Like, I knew it was going to be fun. I knew I was probably going to give it a stamp of approval once everything was said. But, God, the game, the gameplay is so good. Like, the game is weirdly kind of balanced. And it's just, it's just a blast to play. I love doing set play for Injustice. It's such a good game. I just wish I could play. I wish I could play everything more. It sucks how busy and shitty everything is right now, but I, I'm still surprised that that's the most impressive part. I still cannot believe how good it is. So great stuff. Love the game. Speaking of Tekken, I mean, if if ever you needed a perfect example of how a costume editor should work, that's where Harass should be looking for inspiration. <laughs> Future if they try I feel to do like this. you can make every little dumb thing in that game, and I don't necessarily know if I like that. It's like well, it's like yeah, wrestling. No, you're definitely talking about two extremes here. It's like sure. wrestling games where, like in wrestling games, I'll make a character that actually looks like a wrestler, like looks like it could be somebody that you see on TV, and then I'll go online and I'll be fighting giant Homer Simpsons and clowns and Barney the dinosaurs <laughs> yeah. and just like I the worst that. fucking I'm fashion fine. trends, and I'm just like, God, it just like it takes all the immersion out of it when you're fucking. Like, I, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there is there is a downside to that, but at the same time, like that freedom is what allows you to make a guy who looks like a perfect wrestler. Some people are gonna use it to make a fucking clown, but oh, I you still, still need it. <laughs> I still remember yeah. the time where Xavier Woods, who's a professional wrestler and he's black, he goes online and it's actually his friend playing who's white, but he's he he's sitting next to him, right? So they're recording this and they're streaming. He goes online, he goes into a match, and he gets matched up against a guy that looks like he's in KKK outfit. Oh. And Xavier Woods is like, leave the match, leave the... Like, he's a funny dude, he doesn't take things, like, too seriously, but he's just like, no, you, you gotta leave, man, you gotta leave. <laughs> it's just like, why is this a thing? Why can you do this? Like, this is the kind of shit that I'm like, you just open up that door for people to make the dumbest shit or the most offensive shit. Whatever they can get their I mean, hands on, and it's just like there uh, is probably a way to program it so that hoods shaped like triangles can't happen, but they didn't. 
Hey, speaking of programmable hoods and customizable characters, I just remembered something after years and years of this shit. Like, the game I constantly forget about, Armageddon, I made Red Hood an Armageddon its character creator. Oh, dear God, I'm glad you said Red Hood. I'm like, please tell me you didn't make a KKK member. No, I don't do that in my spare time. Not that kind of hood. Armageddon and Tekken both do the thing that Injustice 2 needed to do, where there's only one of every kind of thing. <laughs> like, True. you can only get a specific pair of pants once, and then it's on a list. Yeah. And it's not, like, a limit. You don't have a limit to how many items you can hold. And, like, if you want to put belts on that pair of pants, you don't get a second pair of pants that that's pants with belts. You have a slot for belts. <laughs> yeah, but to add context, you can also only get one back-mounting showerhead to wear on Dragonov, and I'm just like, is that <laughs> better? Like, yeah, I, I think you're right. If I had to pick two evils, no, I don't know. that. That's Because Injustice, as bland and shitty as it is, it's still relatively inoffensive. Because if you look at my custom characters in Tekken, Lars wears a black shirt and some cargo shorts. Done. It's Saturday barbecue Lars. Uh, my Oscar wears a hoodie and glasses. You know, done. Then you have people dressed as fucking bananas and shit, and it just doesn't... I, I don't know. It's I not. mean, again, all I really want, as far as Mortal Kombat goes, is like, look, give me the costume you guys designed for this game, and then give me the ability to put them in every costume they've ever worn before. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, your, your criticisms are absolutely valid, but just remember, it's two very distant... They're never going to do six retro skins for the entire roster in a single game. But with gear, they theoretically could have that. Yeah. But, like, if they just do alternate costumes like they usually do in MK games, then all you're going to get is Scorpion has MK1 and MK3, and maybe Liu Kang has MK2, and that's all they have for past costumes. Like, you can't... I want to put Lou in a red tank top if I feel like it. I want to be able to have, you know, fucking all of the things Katana and Melina have worn and Baraka. And I just, I want, I want an evenness across the roster instead of Scorpion gets six and everybody else gets two, if that. Yeah, the dark tragedy of MKX was that's when we found out that the alternate costumes weren't necessarily marketed towards the old school. A lot of them were just random bullshit, like... Brazilian Taurus Johnny Cage or fucking, you know, random non-existent Chrome fucking Cassie Cage. Red yeah. Sun Superman Sonya. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and all those look nice. bad except for like maybe Kano. And to some smaller extent, some Zuna looked okay, but the rest looked awful to me. I liked I liked the idea of the horror pack with Mummy Ermac and Creature from the Black Lagoon Reptile, but... <sighs> Vampire well, Melina like is Melina, just Melina, Melina, Melina but pale. <laughs> Vampire Melina is waifu material. Yeah, Shut she's, your she's whore mouth. <laughs> it doesn't look like a vampire, though. It's a fine Melina costume, but it's already a Melina costume. Like, it's There's, regular I'm Melina. Just, <laughs> she's already got the teeth. Should <laughs> we go back to extremes here? Because Creature from the Black Lagoon Reptile is just horrendous. Like, oh my I god. Like him. I, oh, I, I can't he's do it. silly as fuck, but I like the idea of him. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I mean, he's, it? it's, it's weird that you turned reptile into a fish man, because those aren't reptiles, but... 
<laughs> Somebody they, had to be. They are both very scaly, yes? <laughs> yeah. Strangely attractive for a fish man. Did you get that? <laughs> oh, Razor got that reference. Excellent. <laughs> I'll let you guys look it up. I won't spoil anything. Best requel ever. I'm Googling. All right. <laughs> so on that note, while he looks that up, I think we covered everything. We covered Red Hood. We covered Sub-Zero Thoughts and every other possible thing that spawned out of that. So on that note, uh, we probably have like Starfire to look forward to for maybe late July uh, into August. It depends if they do it once per month or every three weeks or whatever the heck they're doing. Um, but yeah, so we're getting sub in July. So that's awesome. I'm just I'm just ready to find out who the other D, uh, DLC characters are. Not to I mean, I am so stoked for everybody that is fine, like in Shad's case, getting Red Hood or in Django's case or even Temp's case, getting Sub-Zero. Anybody else is excited for him. I'm happy to see more people getting the characters they're really striving for. I'm just still really curious who the rest of those silhouettes are because not all of them are 100% predictable. Um, but on that note, thanks for tuning in, guys. And we will see you next week for episode 71. Take care. See you later. Adios. Instead of sending me dicks, consider sending temp love. Have a good, <laughs> have a good week, folks. Thanks, guys. With, Thank you, know, you, can, you with, can send both love and dicks. With dicks, yes. <laughs> I suppose. I don't think it's that kind of love Tamp needs, but feel free to ask. It's like Amazon.com. It's two separate orders, but they, they ship it together. It's hard, <laughs> but fair. Exactly.